my maternal grandmother faced severe trauma in her old age. She fell, she suffered physical pain, as well as emotional pain. She did not receive the medical care that she needed on time. And the traumatic experience led to a very rapid decline in her health. Throughout her life, she was very strong, very optimistic. Grandma was loving and kind, but then, because of one traumatic experience, sorrow and physical pain took over. Throughout her life, she had significant financial resources. She never faced any scarcity, never any shortage. There were more than enough resources to fulfill her day-to-day -day needs. And yet, due to old age and the lack of independence, my grandmother did not have the freedom to make the best decisions for herself using her own resources. She had to rely on others, and hence the pain and sorrow. As a young boy, I could feel her pain. There was not much that I could have done. But seeing my grandmother go from being an independent and strong woman to someone who had to rely on others for care, that really had a strong impact on me. As I grew older, I became an advocate for senior citizens. As a society, we're at a critical juncture. There are important decisions that we must make, decisions that would affect people's lives for generations. We have, living among us, a growing number of senior citizens, elderly individuals who have lived a life of hard work and productive activities, and they are now in their 60s and 70s and 80s and so on. They face unique challenges with regard to health, safety, finance, and so on. How we treat the elderly would determine where we stand as a society. Are we compassionate? Are we kind? Do we care about our parents and grandparents and other senior members of our family? Are we willing to help an, elder, an elderly person in our community? And those are the questions that we must answer. Pope Francis said that people will be judged by how they treat the seniors. He further suggested that if we do not take care of the elderly, then we will be treated the same way. And that's the concept of karma. What we give is what we get. And if we expect to receive kindness and compassion when we are old, we must treat the seniors with kindness and compassion. The United States has an aging population. Uh, there are baby boomers, and that's the group that we talk about most whenever we're discussing uh, the aging population in America. These are people born between 1946 and 1964. They are aging, retiring, and fortunately living longer due to increase in life expectancy. Increased life expectancy shows the progress that we have made as a society, better health care, better environment, higher quality of life, etc., all of these have led to an increase in life expectancy. But an aging population also brings about many challenges given the fact that there are not enough young people to replace the seniors, uh, for example, in the labor market. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the first baby boomers became 65 years old in 2011. And since that time, the size of the 
size of the population that is 65 years old or more is growing pretty fast. And by the year 2030, all the baby boomers will be 65 years old or older. When people retire, um, being productive members of society, they expect to spend the rest of their life in comfort. And a lot of people following retirement stay involved in the community in many ways. I personally know a lot of people who have retired and they continue to stay engaged in improving their communities through various social activities or by doing things that bring peace and comfort in their lives and the lives of others around them. Many help out at the local library or volunteer in the food pantry. Uh, many serve on boards of nonprofit organizations. Um, many run for elected office in local government. And there's more. Others can find a nice hobby to spend time or travel as a tourist. Many also get part-time work to stay busy and uh, they continue to be an active earner in the economy. I saw my maternal grandfather who stayed busy in reading and um, writing, um, not for commercial reasons, but simply to pour his knowledge on paper so that future generations would have access to his research and thoughts. He had a routine. He would wake up early and pray, uh, follow a strict meal schedule, watch the news, and stay up to date on matters of his estate, and then stay busy with reading and writing. It was during these years that I spent time with him and my grandmother, and being with them contributed um, to my, to my spiritual development. I was fortunate to have them in my life. We all must accept the natural process of aging. Aging is a beautiful thing, regardless of the, of the difficulties that follow the process of growing old. I associate aging with wisdom. There are certain knowledge that people acquire over the course of time as they experience life. In Plato's Republic, um, and I don't know how many of my um, listeners have read the book, it's, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful book. Uh, you know, really, I recommend um, that people read it. Um, the great uh, philosopher Plato. So in his book, The Republic, um, it is said that old age brings profound repose and freedom from passions of youth. A character in the book suggests that old age, for those with well-regulated minds and easy tempers, is itself no intolerable burden. In fact, old age is a beautiful thing. Even a beautiful rose comes with thorns. And old age brings with itself difficulties that one must face. But how we address the challenges faced by senior citizens would determine what kind of a society we are. Once again, as I asked earlier, are we compassionate? Are we kind? Whenever we talk about difficulties associated with aging, the most common issues that come up are finance, 
nutrition, healthcare, living environment, and caregiving. We have to find ways to ensure that senior citizens are properly cared for, and that means making sure that senior citizens are staying safe, have comfortable place to live, have food security, have access to routine and emergency medical services, and so on. In the United States, the government has programs that help seniors, both at the federal level and at the state level, programs that provide healthcare coverage, financial assistance, etc. While many of these programs are tailored to meet the needs of seniors and address specific issue, issues in their lives, um, government programs often come with bureaucratic hurdles and um, administrative challenges and funding issues. What I really want to talk about is beyond government programs. I want to talk about the problems that seniors face that government programs may not be able to fix. These are problems that only kind hearts and informed community and greater awareness can solve. Seniors need compassion. They need attention, love, and care. My grandmother was a victim of lack of compassion and attention during a brief yet very significant period of her life. She spent most of her life in comfort in her home country of Bangladesh. She lived for some time in the United States in her old age, but then she was flown back to Dhaka, uh, the capital of Bangladesh, where she spent her final years. My grandma was independent, and she always wanted to remain independent. Even for several years following the death of, of her husband, my grandfather, she remained healthy and strong. But during a brief period of time in her old age, she faced adverse situations, largely due to alleged neglect, which is also a form of elder abuse, and that caused severe trauma for her. My grandmother simply needed some attention and proper care, and the absence of that caused permanent damage. In the process, she lost control of her per personal finances. The adverse experience and loss of independence led to a rapid decline in her overall physical health and crushed her confidence and inflicted great emotional pain and suffering. She needed someone who would act in her best interest. Sadly, that did not happen, and by the time she received help, the damage was done. Many seniors all over the world, including the United States, are victims of elder abuse and neglect. Elder abuse, according to the United States Department of Justice, is an intentional act or failure to act by a caregiver or another person in a relationship involving an expectation of trust that causes or creates a risk of harm to an older adult. It could be psychological abuse, caregiver, caregiver neglect, financial fraud and exploitation, and more. Elder abuse is widespread. According to the Administration for Community Living, an estimated 5 million older adults are abused 
neglected or exploited every year. The organization also states that older Americans lose an estimated $2.6 billion or more annually due to elder financial abuse. We're talking about living and breathing, breathing human beings who deserve protection and care but are instead being victims of elder abuse. These are people living among us in our communities. I must also highlight that there are excellent caregivers and loving family members and friends in every corner of the world and they take excellent care of senior citizens. It is because of the good people in this world that we continue to exist. Love, kindness and compassion are present in the hearts of people and that's what makes our society move forward. However, it is very important to point out the problems, to acknowledge that problems exist so that we can address those. And that's what I'm trying to do in this podcast, to point out and talk about the issue of elder abuse. Elder abuse can be very difficult to detect. Often victims are abused by people within their family, perhaps by sons and daughters or spouses of sons and daughters or other close relatives. When perpetrators are family members, identifying and prosecuting cases can be very difficult because acts of severe abuse may often go unreported. Many seniors uh, may continue to be abused by family members and may never want to report it out of fear. Elderly individuals may fear that reporting an abusive family member could result in retaliation and perhaps more pain and suffering. Many seniors may feel helpless and feel that there is no other option for them and hence they continue to tolerate abuse. Home should be the safest place for a person. Unfortunately for many seniors that's not the case. There must be Zero tolerance for elder abuse, no matter where it takes place. There are elderly people who may be showing signs of dementia. Maybe they are starting to forget things or not recognize faces, or they are moving slowly or not being responsive. Caregivers must learn to work with people with dementia. There are many communities that are becoming dementia friendly and that is people in those communities are learning the science of dementia and how to properly interact with people who have dementia. There are cases of caregivers or guardians who respond to people with dementia with anger instead of compassion. Many seniors are not fed properly, are forced to live in unhealthy living conditions, are not given timely medical treatment or medication, and many such cases could be cases of abuse. What can we do about it? Raise awareness. That is most important. I believe that we must take a community-based approach to preventing abuse. As more and more people age, and the percentage of seniors in our community increases, we should all work to ensure that seniors living in our neighborhoods are safe. 
learn more about how to detect elder abuse, how to identify elder abuse, what are the signs of abuse, report abuse to adult protective services, ensure that caregivers are undergoing thorough background check, check to see if senior family members or other elderly individuals who may be living in our communities are doing okay, that they are safe. Perhaps organize community events so that seniors can gather and spend time with each other, and such interactions may allow for people to identify if any particular elderly individual is facing any difficult situation. If you have time, volunteer at a senior dining site. Give a senior citizen a ride to the clinic, to the doctor's appointment, or a ride back from the clinic. Help seniors get to a place of worship or connect them to a faith-based organization that serves seniors. Most importantly, listen to seniors, spend time with them, ask how they are doing and if they are comfortable. And of course, in doing all these, we should respect people's privacy. Let's all help keep senior citizens safe and healthy. There are far too many cases of elder abuse that are not detected or reported. Many elderly people who deserve a happy life are facing pain and suffering in the hands of abusers. Let us remember one thing. What we give is what we get. I mentioned it at the very beginning of this podcast episode. That's karma. In helping create a safe environment for the elderly people now, we are creating a safe environment for ourselves when we become seniors. How we treat our seniors determines what kind of a society we are. And we must work towards combating elder abuse and make this country and this world a better place.